I'm George Flynn. Welcome to Politics on Fire, where we discuss everything politics. I just want to know what you think about politics. I hear politics is broken. I hear the system's not working. I hear all kinds of things about politics. But recently, there was a house for sale. It was a high-value home in Memphis, uh, somewhere between one and a half and two million dollars. And there were a bunch of bids for the house. A lot of people wanted to buy the house, several from out of town. And when the bids were all put in, and then the deadline came up, 50%, that's half of the people, withdrew their bids because of crime. We had someone abducted. We had someone going around shooting people while they were on Facebook Live. We had national and local news of crime in Memphis. And people didn't want to move here. And recently, violent crime has increased to the point where we were asked to shelter in place. Now, when you're asked to shelter in place and you've got something that threatens your life, it's called a pandemic. Remember? COVID threatening your life and you were asked to shelter in place? Well, I believe that that qualifies for the term pandemic. Now, some people say no, but really when it affects us, it's like pandemic. Most of us feel the fear for our personal safety in Memphis. And everyone has changed the way they operate. Yes, they go to the same places or they may go a different route to get to some place, but they have that constant looking over their shoulder. Am I safe? Is this environment safe for me? Am I in the right place or am I in the wrong place at the wrong time? Well, it's the crime wave and it has Memphians thinking of leaving. And online, there's, you know, the evaluation of Memphis says, don't go, don't visit Memphis. So people are questioning whether they should leave or whether they should stay or move out, further out away from the city. And politicians are out there imploring people to stay. They say, we'll fix this. And I haven't seen anybody fix it. We don't need these crime statistics. We don't need to hear all the numbers about how safe or how dangerous an area is. All we need to see is the national newspapers and the local news outlets and the newspapers and the radio and the TV and the magazines. They focus on Memphis, not in a good way. They focus on how dangerous our cities become. Like I said, the online reviews suggest you don't go to Memphis. And if you do go, areas that you do definitely don't want to go to. And some of these areas are our tourist attractions. They're talking about crime. And not just petty crime, they're talking about violent crime. It's affecting our tourism, our economy, our jobs, and it affects our lives. I've got some friends, I'm a physician, I've got some friends that work at the trauma center and they report 
somewhere between 13 and 18 shootings per day, but that varies with the day, but 13 to 18 shootings per day. And the other thing is that doesn't include the other hospitals, the other emergency rooms, or the people that are just not That doesn't include the people that are just not treated because of minor injuries and they had to go home and tape them up. But there are shootings and they're happening every day. Now we have our political system. We have a two-party system saying, well, it's the Republicans problem or it's the Democrats problem or it's the gun carry problem or it's the educational problem or it's the poverty problem. We come up with all of the labeling because if we can label what problem it is, it means we don't have to do anything about it. All we've got to do is label it. And the Republicans say it's the Democrats and the Democrats say it's the Republicans. And it's, crime is not really a Republican or a Democrat problem. It's actually everyone's problem. And the Republicans and Democrats are so at odds with each other that are unable to join forces and focus on solutions. All they want to come up with enumerating the problems, because if you can keep on talking about the problems, then we don't do anything about it. So we need to focus on solutions to our major problem of crime. Now remember, neither party will admit that the other party might have a good idea for crime solutions, especially around election time, because it's just not done. That's not the way the system operates. The partisan election process has our candidates and they'll focus on the other side or their opponents being wrong on every issue, on every issue, on taxes, education, including the most important issue in our area right now, crime. Because we don't feel safe. We don't feel safe for ourselves, our children, our children in schools. Who would imagine you wouldn't feel safe with your child in school? We don't feel safe in our churches, at our social events, at our football, basketball, baseball games. Anywhere there's a crowd, we don't feel safe. Well, really, what difference does it make where we get our electricity or how many bumps there are in the road if we cannot feel safe? All we hear is excuses. Well, this is the problem. Let me tell you what the problem is. That, that's what we hear. And then finger pointing at each other in the leadership realm of, for not solving the problem of crime rather than something what to do something to do about it so what do you do we hear all of these excuses we try to fix little things that probably don't affect crime at all and we ha we've got to get these things rearranged it's like rearranging the deck chairs on the titanic if we can just get the chairs spaced evenly and in nice looking rows and our leaders are majoring in the minor issues, remember? But if we can get all of these deck chairs correct, what 
no one realizes that they're when they're rearranging these deck chairs, the entire boat is sinking. And that's where we have Memphis. Now, is there hope? Of course there's hope. There's hope for the future. And I'm running for Congress as an independent. We've got to break this chokehold of the partisan bickering. And I'm ready to focus on solutions to crime that has changed all of our lives. This crime has changed everything we do. It's got our kids nervous about going to school. It's got everybody really on edge. So I've been looking around and I know no one has fixed the problem so far. And when I'm looking around, I don't see anyone else coming to help. It's time to cash in on all of these federal taxes we pay and we need to bring that money home back to Memphis area, back to the 9th Congressional District, so that we can work on solving crime, like hiring more law enforcement officers, making our justice system more efficient, and punish, putting criminals behind bars and getting them to serve their entire sentence. We can also offer earlier interventions to protect we can offer earlier interventions to prevent future crimes. We need to look at new and novel solutions, such as outsourcing these uh, rape kit DNA evaluations. There are plenty of companies out there, private companies that evaluate DNA. Now I know there is a challenge with the, uh, who has the evidence the chain of command of who owns this and who holds this evidence in a trial. We can overcome this. We can absolutely overcome this. Law enforcement says that a significant portion of the backlogs of rape kits is due to lack of funds and lack of lab technicians. So, okay, we have gotten more funds and it's going to take 18 months. I said 18 months to train lab technicians to be able to process DNA evidence more rapidly. We could do this with an outside source to get more rapid results at a lower cost. And we could verify these violent crime reports. This could potentially increase the efficiency of the evaluation of one of our most valuable. This potentially could increase the efficiency of the evaluation of one of our most violent crimes. You know, I'm going to Congress and I'm gonna bring those funds to Memphis, even if it takes an act of Congress. I'm just giving voters a choice. To have someone step up and fix the problem or we just keep going on with the status quo. Look where that's gotten us. Now it's really up to the voters. It's up to you to choose the future. What are we going to do? Are we going to leave it with the status quo and have blue ribbon panels and take time and waste time finding and prosecuting criminals? Are we going to step up and do something about it? Now, if we waste enough time and talk enough and complain enough, people will get tired of hearing about it and the general public will forget that these violent crimes occurred. So I am for fixing the problem now while it's still 
on the top of our minds while we can still remember the hurt, the pain, the anguish it's caused family after family in Memphis and the surrounding area. Let's do something about it. I'm running for Congress, and I'm asking for your vote for U.S. Congress. It's coming up pretty soon, and I look forward to going to Congress, bringing those funds back, and having an act of Congress, even if it takes that, to fix violent crime in Memphis. I'm George Flynn, and I ask for your vote. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon.